This is Mel on the mic talking about what I'm talking about because I got something to talk about. Lend me your ears and your open mind as I share with you perspectives from my lived experience and a few observations from my everyday life. Let's talk. Good day, good people. Uh, I am so excited for today's or rather about today's episode. Um, this one is dedicated to the young people. <laughs> when I say young people, I specifically mean those who are just starting out in life. Mm, pretty much between like the 18 to 21 year old starting range. You can go up a little higher than that. Go down a little bit lower. But I think y'all get the gist, especially when we get into it. Uh, originally, this was a list of 10 things or eight things or however many things I got on this list. Um, that I just think that are life lessons for you and I was um, going to just be by myself. But we have Auntie Nadia with us today. For the churn. For the churn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the churn. <laughs> All right. So we are just going to share with us um, some things about our lived experience that we think, I mean, that we wish somebody would have told us. When we were younger, about 20 years ago, 19 years ago, something like that. We looked 10 years younger, but we're going to talk about uh, 19, 20 years um, younger. So it's not 10 things, it's seven things, unless Nadia wants to add. All right, so first topic, I want to talk about doctors and dentists. Mm. Listen, you might hear me slip into my... Charleston dialect for a second on this one or on all of these. Mm-hmm. It is, I think it's so vitally important. Listen to me and hear me good, young people, especially now, that you get a primary care physician for all your life up until you're 18. You've only ever had a pediatrician and your parents were responsible for that. But Once you get over the age of 18, you need to find a primary care physician. The acronym for that is PCP. This is going to be your doctor who uh, you go to for your annual physical. Listen, the physical is more important than you just getting um, to play on a football team or the basketball team or for cheerleading. You need to have an annual physical because your body is changing and you need to be able to be in tune with your body at every stage in life. That may be a little different for women, um, but since I'm not one, I'm going to let Nadia talk about that part. Absolutely. There are times where um, you will sense that something has gone awry or is not in its normal state with your vaginal area, young ladies. And it's as Uncle Mel said, it's so important to be in tune with your body. Pay attention to your body so that if there is something that's a little bit off you can detect that and you can go and be have it seen about immediately for example if you start feeling like you on the itchy scratchy show uh-huh. and you feel like you got a little take a little flea or something <laughs> you don't want to just brush that off and you don't want to you don't want to put so many foreign objects in your vaginal cavity you don't want to put things in there that's going to throw off your pH, like dushing or any t- type of vinegars or any of those things, right? Mm-hmm. As he talked about, you want to have a PCP and you want to have a gynecologist, okay? That's a coochie doctor. <laughs> Why was I just thinking? Okay. <laughs> okay, now we're on the same page. That's uh-huh. a coochie doctor. And 
Um, you know, when you go, when you want to be able to tell her, hey, this is what I felt. This is what I, I did that maybe it maybe wasn't the right thing. And, you, you know, you can get a proper exam or a what they call a pap smear. Okay. And you want to get those annually until you get to a certain age and you're, you're uh, GYN is the short for that. Mel gave you the acronym for your uh, physician. That's PCP. So this is GYN. And uh, you don't want to, uh, in terms of your vaginal area, be mindful not to put things in there that do not belong, like soaps, um, vinegars, or anything except water. Water has a pH of 3.5 to 4.5, and that is what your vaginal area needs in order to stay pH balanced. So you don't want to wash away the good bacteria by putting ivory and and uh, dial and dove and Irish spring, a, a nobody spring inside of your vagina. Soap doesn't belong inside. You don't push it up in there, okay? Get, get clean on the labia on the outside and get your little lips and all the things, okay? Um, but be very mindful and thoughtful around how you treat it. Keep it pH. And that BV that you sometimes can uh, attract, which you, you get a little fishy odor. Well, that's not bad hygiene. That could mean you are washing away the good bacteria that you need in order to fight off any bad bacteria. And then it creates a fishy odor. So regular GYN, regular PCP. That's where we are with that, ladies. Mm-hmm. And the other part of that is the dentist, the dentist, the dentist. Yeah. The teeth doctor. The teeth doctor. Y'all, it don't make no sense um, for y'all to be having no side teeth at 25. <laughs> you know, for you to have brunch from two years ago stuck up in your teeth. Like, and, it, and, it, and it sounds hilarious. And I, I get real uh, just adamant about this because mm-hmm. your dental health is more than just cosmetic. Yes. Your dental health. Just think about it. Just let's make sense out of this. Mm-hmm. Where are your teeth located at? Mm-hmm. In your head. What's in your head? Your brain. It, y'all can... I'm not no doctor. I don't got no degrees and nothing like that. But there's this thing called Google. And I just know some things. And you can too. But you can Google it for yourself. But bad dental hygiene, bad dental health can lead to heart attacks, can lead to high... Uh, not high blood pressure. What's that thing? Um, stroke. It can. It's right to your brain. You know, you get an infection in your mouth and that will go to your brain and it could cause way more serious health issues. So, y'all, please go to your dentist every six months. And the, and the, and the thing about y'all that's beneficial, this age demographic that I'm talking about, is that now you're on your parents' insurance until you're 26. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that luxury. We didn't have that luxury. We had to figure it out much earlier. But since you are on your parents' insurance uh, for that long, I mean, if you're not on your parents' insurance, you're able to get a job where you can get insurance. That's another topic. I'll talk about that a little later. Um, But take advantage of those benefits that you have now and and don't let them uh, that money that they're taking out your mom and daddy check go to waste. Okay, so. That's that on that. Um, I hope y'all got the point. Mm-hmm. Second thing I want to talk about is life insurance. Mm-hmm. Not because you think you're going to die. The truth is death is, well, I don't like to call it death. It's transitioning yes. from this plane. Your body dies. Your spirit never does. Um, 
it's going to happen for all of us. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. You know, name me the person who's lived forever and on this earth and yeah, I'll wait for it. Mm-hmm. But life insurance is, is is for more than just the benefit of being able to take care of your final expenses. Um, life insurance can be another financial product that you have in your arsenal for when you are older. Mm-hmm. I'm Again, I'm not licensed to talk about this. Mm-hmm. You can Google it for yourself, but just take my word for it. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because... If you get insurance now before you have major health issues that are recorded on your medical record, it's going to be cheaper. Mm-hmm. If you get it now, you can lock in those rates at nothing, $20 a month, if that. I mean, I, it just depends on how much you get. But you can lock those rates in now as opposed to when you get something recorded on your medical history, you're going to be paying way more money for it. Mm-hmm. What you got to say about that now? I think that there are some ways, too, that you can educate yourself. One of the ways I would recommend is um, sit down and talk with a professional, someone who does those types of of, of financial findings. You know, um, I have a financier or uh, a financial advisor who will talk with me about some of the best plans to choose. And as you get, you may start out with one life insurance plan, mm-hmm. and then you're able to, if you can afford more mm-hmm. to pay more monthly, mm-hmm. you can switch to like a whole life plan. Yep. Yep. And if you switch to the whole life plan, as Mel stated, even before you get older, right, you can start to use that whole life plan mm-hmm. as a savings plan. That's correct. Where you can uh, pull money. Once you have stockpiled money uh-huh. and it has gained some interest, mm-hmm. if you need to use it for emergency purposes, mm-hmm. you have a savings inside of your life insurance plan. And it's not counted. It's, it's not taxable. It is not taxable. Okay. That is correct. So get you some insurance, babies. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh, just going to be a fun one. <laughs> Hygiene. My Let God. me start with the young men's Wash. <laughs> Okay, how we can start right there. Wash, wash well. Um, and this is where we get very candid. Mm-hmm. Listen, you got the two things. You got to take care of that front, that middle, mm-hmm. that middle, and that back. Mm-hmm. Men, young men, you need to make sure you get every crack and crevice when you go to wash your uh your your genitalia. Mm-hmm. On the shaft of your penis, make sure you pull that skin back mm-hmm. on that head and make sure you get around and circle in them in them cracks and crevices mm-hmm. and, and wash off until everything that's not like God mm-hmm. is gone. My okay? God. <laughs> wash. Mm-hmm. Lift up the shaft. Wash up under there. Lift up them balls. Wash up under there. Get in that middle section. And let me tell you something. Wash that tail. Spread them cheeks, soap that rag up real good. Spread them cheeks. I tell my nephews, I told my nephews when they were younger, listen, if you got to lift your leg up on the side of that tub and let that water run through, you got to get up in there. You can't be scared of your own red end. You cannot be scared. And then you want somebody else to go plundering it. Mighty. No. And even if that's not your flavor, then you still need to because, listen, who want to smell that? Who want who want that? Who want who? It you should not normalize um, no streaky underwear. Oh. Wash your tail. Go on to that part. Um, um, and talk to 
to the people about the hygiene in terms of, especially the young men. Right? Oh, I'm going to get to it. Ooh, you got the wipe. When you go, I, I used to tell my nephew um, when he was five years old. Ooh, he shamed me so bad one time. Say wipe three times for adults. Wipe until it's clean. Correct. Wipe until it's clean. You can't get exhausted. With you can't get exhausted. Use the t- as much tissue as you need and make sure you get up in there. You know, and and just 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 wash. And and this is, I tell you. This is very important. Um, young ladies, I'm going to speak to you now from this point. Don't you let no nasty man um, dig all up in your coochie cat. Don't you do it. That can contribute to your pH being off because he done brought you a bacteria because he's not clean. You know, Jennifer Lewis has a book out. And in the book, part of it, she says... The prostitute down the street from her <laughs> told her when her, her and her sister when they were teenagers, check the meat. Check that meat. Listen, when you go to the store, you check the meat to make sure it's good. If that meat is rotten, then you're not going to deal with it. Why y'all letting this rotten raw meat up in y'all? You see? And getting all, all manner of disease in and out of you. And they're not just all like the typical sexually transmitted diseases, but these are things that are... T- Tearing up your pH balance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tearing it down because this man wash every two days. Or oh, he done put his, um, yeah, mm. Ugh, unclean stuff all in you. And and then the other thing is, I listen, babies, I know you like to have real good fun experiences when you're doing your interaction sexually <laughs> and all the things. I know it'd be a time, don't it? Uh-huh. But listen. If the man has a diet, right, where he eats every manner of foolishness uh-huh. and that he decide he want to let loose in your vagina, also going to throw off your pH balance mm. based on his diet. So you might want to be, you know, these are conversations, again, like Mel said, you know, anybody sat us down and said, you might want to talk to the man about what kind of things he's eating before he ejaculates inside of your vagina. Nobody said that to me. That's that's trial and error right there, baby. Oh, well, you see, I ain't, I, I'm you see, glad you're here because I don't know that. You see what I'm uh-huh. saying? And that it, what, what is the semen is considered toxic based on what type of foods they eat. It has, it's very acidic. So if they're eating things that are like lots of red meats and lots of fat and lots of grease, can you imagine what that must be doing? When it's released into your vaginal cavity. Mm. Yeah, you're just going to throw off your pee. And this is why you want to go and try to, I'm going to just dish right afterwards. No, ma'am. You won't have to do that if you have a preliminary conversation. And you want to you ask him, if that's something you want to do, baby boy, you, do you mind just doing a little detox a few days before we have this encounter? <laughs> but I'm not above it. You can't be above being mindful and vigilant around what happens with your body. You have autonomy over your body. Don't be afraid to have these conversations. At all. At all. I hope y'all getting this. I hope this is good to y'all. Uh, it's just stuff that we wish somebody would have told us. Correct. Okay. Uh, number four. Wait, oh, wait. Hold on. hold on. Wait. Mel told y'all young men to pull back. Um, that, that skin and get around that, that head. Mm-hmm. I want ladies, please re- remember you have the very same thing. You have to pull back that hood and get what's called smegma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That thing that collects around your clitoris and it looks white. Yeah. 
That is a bacteria and you need to clean it daily. Pull that same hood back, clean that smegma around. And if you just, if you run your finger across it and put it up to your nose, <laughs> it'll let you know it don't belong there. Huh? Don't let it collect. Okay. Get it up out of there. Yeah, run it up out of there. Run that finger Because across. that, I guess that, well, there's something similar that happens with men because it is possible for men to have a fishy odor down there as it, it, well. It's also uh-huh. it has the same effect. Run that head. Uh uh-uh. uh pull that skin back and rub around there and get into that crease. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and pull that titty meat up. Baby, lift that, that ninny up, up and wash cause that ninny jam will take <laughs> you out. Ninny jam. That ninny jam will take you. Out. <laughs> yes, don't you let have, ninny jam I done smell a few musty ninny too. <laughs> Right and listen, wash and dry. Dry exactly. You that got to dry it. under that ninny. That's why you see your parents sometimes. Your mom and them put <laughs> powder. Yeah. You got to dry, dry under that ninny. Cause it gets sour. It's sour. <laughs> sour. Baby, sour. Especially if you got them heavy breasts. That's right. Mm-hmm. They heavy. We talking to you. We talking to you, babies. Okay. All right. Number four. We're on number four. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Nobody told told us that. Nope. In our generation, right after high school, mm-hmm. we were like, they were like, go to college. Right after college, they were like, what what job are you gonna work on? After you, uh, and and nobody ever said have fun. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever said enjoy this period. I'm glad that we chose to, but nobody ever said, and we always felt like we had this pressure to um, just be something or do something or become someone mm-hmm. and and become accomplished and be successful. All things that our parents never even did themselves. So they didn't have the tools or the capacity or the information to share with us. I think my mom certainly um, was very, very stoic and staunch about being hardworking and being driven and going to work and going to work and going to work and working 16-hour shifts and 32-hour shifts. She never said to me, maybe until long after she did 33 years with, uh, with the state, working for the state, that, you know, I really did like what I did, but it never looked like it. She didn't look like she was mm. having a good time. It, she was constantly, constantly driving herself to a point of what she perceived as success. Mm-hmm. And so she would come home <clears throat> out of energy, not very pleasant all the time because she was overworked. We don't even have to add the underpaid in there. Mm. Overworked. The two came hand in hand. The amount of work she did uh, was not uh, commensurate with the pay. You know, it was not equivalent. And so, um, but you know what can sometimes supplement that? Even if you don't feel like you're getting paid the wage that you want, if you're enjoying what you're doing, okay, okay, then life is paying you way greater dividends Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in peace and in joy Mm -hmm. and in happiness and contentment and fun. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Please have fun. Um, I, this kind of goes along the same lines, number five, um, I'm going to say it's like three and one, but I'm going to read what I, I I wrote some notes, y'all, for this one. Run from expectations put on you by other adults, especially like your parents or those older than you. Don't allow them to live out their dreams mm-hmm. through you. Pursue your own path and give yourself permission for that other. Wait a minute. What am I? 
Get pursue your own path and give yourself permission for that to change as many times as you'd like. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant. I'm gonna say that again. Run from expectations put on you by other adults. Don't allow them to live out their dreams through you. Pursue your own path and give yourself permission for that to change as many times as you'd like. I think that's enough said on that one. Yeah. All right. Number six. Don't be afraid to fail. Be very afraid to never try. Because when you try, how about this? When you try without um, being married to a particular outcome, then you realize that failure is only a perception or rather misperception. Mm -hmm. If you're not tied to a particular outcome, then you get way more lessons Mm -hmm. from simply trying. Mm -hmm. And if you got a lesson from it, then that's automatically a win. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts, Nye? You get... You get... um you get an unlimited um, amount of experience mm-hmm. and and joy along the way, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you you know because you're gonna have your mind expanded beyond those who are not willing to try because you took a chance on yourself. You took, I guess, what some would call a risk, but you know, uh, it, it's only gonna look risky to people who are afraid. And I would Ooh. say, yeah, yeah, you know, it's your norm. It's their risk. You know, just always doing, as Mel said, like whatever it is that you are inspired to do, whatever you want to do. And you don't have to be limited or married to any particular outcome or thing. Whatever you want to do is what you ought to be doing. Always. Always. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I will be 40 in two months. Nadia just turned 40. Yeah. And one of the things that is true about both of us is that if we wanted to do something, we did it yes. unapologetically, without permission, without permission <laughs> changed careers, yes. moved cities, yes. dated who we wanted to date without, without apprehension, mm-hmm. without permission. We ain't in school no more. I don't need no permission slips no. to be signed by nobody. No. And we have learned from every single experience and it has, it has molded itself into a beautiful life. Yes. You are only the sum total of everything that you've ever done and been through. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's why we're telling you, have fun, mm-hmm. you know, pursue your own path. Mm-hmm. You know, this is your journey. You're writing this story mm-hmm. as you go. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Anything else you want to add to that, Nat? No. Okay, cool. This is the last one that I have written down. Expand your mind and read. Mm-hmm. Reading is an information and education time saver. Why do I say that? Um, There's a particular book that I am waiting on to arrive. Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. Um, This book is, it may take me four or five, maybe six hours to read. Um, So a couple days. But this is research and work that Brene Brown has been doing for 30 years. So what's my point? I get to take advantage of 30 years of research and experience and work in only six hours maximum. Reading is an information and education time saver. Mm -hmm. Read, 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 
read, read. I said it in my last episode, and I'm going to say it now, read, and develop the habit of doing so now. I know when you were in school, it's something that you absolutely did not like doing, but most of the times in school, we read stuff that we did not want to read. Right. So it was disinteresting, um, but you get to choose stuff that is beneficial to you now, mm-hmm. material that's beneficial to you. So I encourage you to do it. Not. Yep. I mean, and continue to expand your library and, and don't limit yourself to the types of things that you read. Mm-hmm. You know, um, um, I have uh, some um, trusted friends who are like, I, I like to know a little bit about everything, mm-hmm. you know, um, so don't limit yourself. I, That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm staring at his um, a little piece of a little library over here right now. But That's about three of them in here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and mine is pretty extensive as well. And I mean... It, it could be, it, it has a range. It, it, it just really is a range. There's so much in, you know, in Mel's library and in my own, but I'm willing to be an eternal student and I would challenge you to do the same, you mm-hmm. know, because then you can meet anybody in any walk of life mm-hmm. and be able to be a student of theirs. That's right. Right. You can learn anything from anyone and then they can become a student of yours because you have something to offer. Mm. So, yeah. That's well said. That's all I got written down now. What you got? No, that is it. You know, I want to I want to drive home a little bit more to have fun. Okay. You know, let's let's you know, even in your reading, even in your career endeavors, even in your taking leaps and jumps and doing things that are off the beaten path, like remember not to take yourself too seriously. Mhm. And give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. Give yourself some grace. Be Please. kind to yourself. Yes. You know what? I got one I want to add. Yes. Get your passports, young people. Hello? Now you're talking about something. <laughs> Let's see how you're talking. Get your passports. Please. Why? Because it's going to give you access to the world. Yes. Okay? I know right now we're in the midst of a pandemic and um, travel has been somewhat thwarted, but baby, mine have been stamped twice in the pandemic. Have okay? You? Uh, you just went to Greece. Yeah. <laughs> did. So, listen... Get your passports. Like I said, it gives you access to the whole world. And them international trips are not much more expensive than um, going to Miami Miami Mm -hmm. or going to New York. Mm -hmm. So get your passports. This is a great big world, and you deserve to see Mm -hmm. it. Well, not only just to see the world, you get to experience different cultures. And I'm telling you, your life is impacted in a way immeasurable or inarticulate um, just by being in the presence of people who don't think, move, talk, believe believe like you. And you get to sit back and observe um, and be the student in a live classroom. Okay. And there's nothing like it. There's nothing that can, um, that a book can tell you that, that exceeds your true experience of a people, place, or culture. Mm -hmm. Not absolutely agreed. Everything you said. Okay. We could say more, but I think that's enough for this particular episode. Mm-hmm. Um we and we stayed up under a half hour. Boom. Ain't that it? Dropping gems. Okay, on dropping y'all. gems on y'all. <laughs> for more of these uh beautiful gems, you can follow me on Instagram, uh magic M-A-G-I-C-K underscore Mel M-E-L-L. Magic underscore Mel. 
Um, you can follow me on Twitter as well. I get a little crazy on this sometimes. Um, and you can follow me on Facebook, Mel Lessington. I get real crazy on there. My mind is eight out. Do you hear me? (laughs) And you can follow Nadia um, on Instagram. To every everywhere you can follow Nadia as Nadia Rochelle. N A D I A R O C H E L L E. Because there could be an imposter, but there's only one. Uh-huh. The real Nadia Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> and we drop similar gems, and yeah. um, sometimes those gems come in the form gems rather come in the form of laughter. Yes. But we drop them all the time. Until next time, peace. Once again, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast. Do me a favor and like it, subscribe to it so you can get notifications about when new episodes drop and do me a favor and share it with someone who you think could benefit from this information. Once again, thanks and have a good one.